SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. All right, folks, glad to be with you. It is Sportsbook Radio coming to you today from Sunset Station out in Anderson. Brian Blessing, Andy Isco, the logical approach is with us. We had a good, fun chat with Andy in hour number one. Chuck Esposito is going to be swinging by momentarily. Stevie Slapshot is back in studio. Make sure he's upright and doing well. Is your seat in an upright and locked position, Stevie? Again, the seat is I'm not. Get a seatbelt. It's not going to help. Well, we got some news, man. Yeah. Miami, the Dolphins going nuts. I mean, San Francisco acquires the number three pick in the 2021 draft from the Dolphins, who then trade number 12 to the Eagles. So basically what this means, and the Eagle, Miami gets a bunch of stuff down the road. So what it means is the Dolphins, Andy, are – Sticking with Tua. Tua. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. But it clearly points, does it not, that the Niners are going quarterback? You would think so if they're going for the number three instead of the number six that, uh, uh, what, Philadelphia got, I believe, in their trade. Yeah. And that may suggest that Philadelphia may also be looking at a quarterback. Maybe Jalen Hurts is not the answer. Or they want to be set with two guys who are set for a while. Or maybe... Uh, maybe Philadelphia is trading well, the, with the, the Eagles, expectation. Well, the Eagles traded. Trading. No, the Eagles traded down, so they're sticking with Hurts. Okay, well, they traded what? What? Which one did they get? Uh, my Miami went from three three to six, and then I'm sorry, three to twelve, and then the Eagles went from six down to twelve. Oh, six to twelve. Okay, but hello, by so by moving down from. Uh, six to twelve. So that's saying that Jimmy G is not the answer in San Francisco. Well, it's interesting. They also officially announced that the Niners sent out a statement this morning when this came down that Jimmy G wasn't going anywhere. So I so this is odd. Unless there's another player that's not a quarterback, because not everybody in the top five or six is looking for a quarterback. So maybe there's like uh, I don't know a defensive player, maybe the receiver out of Alabama. That's uh, uh-huh. highly thought of, so maybe that's uh, where uh, the 49ers are looking. All right. I mean, this is this is crazy. Talk about uh, um, football's never out of the equation. There, there's no doubt about it. Football is never out of the equation. But this is the Eagles, the tipping point here, they're saying they're going with Hurts. The Dolphins are telling you they're going with Tua. And I don't know what smokescreen San Francisco's shooting into the sky, Stevie, but uh, like the meteor last night over Oregon? 
I missed that. What happened? Oh, some some meteor kind of broke up, exploded over Oregon. It was quite the light show, apparently, for a minute or two. It did not hit anything on the ground. No, 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 no. It was just it was just a really nice light show. Apparently, I haven't seen it either. I just heard about it. Well, thank you. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know about that one. I was waiting for a punchline, like a meteor struck Oregon, and the Cleveland State was placed on NCAA probation. <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. Bruce Marshall's here from the Gold Sheet walks in. How about this NFL news here with the Niners moving up, the Dolphins and the Eagles all dancing around the top of the draft? This is gonna, this is nuts. This could really set this draft to tizzy. It is, and you wonder what what they've got, uh, what they're thinking about here. If uh, you know, there's there's some quarterback thing going on here uh, with San Francisco, and I don't know whether it's going to be uh, whether it's going to be with uh, Garoppolo there. They're going to move him out, or what? What the deal is going to be? Something's something's cooking. We haven't seen the last move yet. Chuck Esposito swings in the door to some NFL news. What do you make of all that? Huge. Uh, Niners are a good organization, boys. I, I think they, you know, they've targeted somebody that they want. My guess is it's Trey Lance. Um, you know, interesting article about all their young players who are still on their early rookie deals. If it's uh, Samuel or Ayuk, you know, they've just just re-signed Kittle. I think you get a young quarterback in that mix with that defensive healthy. They are a really good team. My guess is it's Trey Lance again, and I they're saying Garoppolo's their guy, but I think he gets moved uh, somewhere around the draft. Got a bullhorn out of a deal. I love it. Thanks, Stevie. You're yeah, welcome, bud. Lance, though, huh? That would be. Is that I think it's. Be... I think it's Trey Lance. That that's just my opinion. I think you know he's got the the skill set. If you're looking for a quarterback whose kind of skill set coming out is similar to what Mahomes was, and I'm not saying he's going to be Mahomes. I mean, nobody's Mahomes, but he he's big, he's strong, he's he's mobile. Um, has had some consistency issues at the collegiate level. Played at a smaller school in uh, at, at North Dakota. Uh, state right, and uh, um, and only had one game this past year. But that's just my guess. I mean, okay. I, you know, I have nothing definitive to back that up. That's just my opinion that I think it's Trey Lance. I'm very quickly just scanning around some mock drafts. Um, CBS Sports, I guess. Lawrence won. Zach Wilson to the Jets, and they've got uh, Fields three. Could be, but. but Clearly, it's a quarterback, right? I mean, you're not you're not giving. You know, up all I don't those, think you trade up, and I'm not giving up all those goodies. And, and, I, and I don't think the Jets. You know, the fact that they stayed at two, and you've heard rumblings that both Philly and San Francisco tried to trade up to two. They would have had to have stayed in that spot because they're targeting a quarterback too, and it appears to be Zach Wilson. It is a good old fashioned hot stove. Chuck Esposito's our host. Andy Isco and Bruce Marshall are here. We're glad to be with you. Sportsbook Radio on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius Channel 204. More on the big trade in the NFL and, of course, the Sweet 16. Coming back to Vegas shortly. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. 
Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit uzucbdplus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Right, back with you. Sportsbook Radio from Sunset Station. Hey, if you're coming in from out of town, you want to get the STN mobile app, and they got a screaming deal for you, a sign-up bonus up to $500. We're out at Sunset Station today. Andy Isco's here. Bruce Marshall's here. Our host, Chuck Esposito, is here. And, Andy, during the break, we were going through some of the mock drafts. You know, the Jets taking a quarterback, and then it's funny, the little hot stove during the commercial. Chuck brought up a good point. Darnold could absolutely be on the move. Well, it has to appear that way. I don't think that he's the uh, that he's a uh, you know a, a one or two season solution until whoever they pick, whether it be Wilson or Field, uh, that uh, that he would be waiting for him. So I think that uh, that that Darnold will be moved. And you wonder the same thing with Garoppolo. I'm wondering if Garoppolo goes back to New England and uh, possibly replace uh, Newton. I think Belichick. Uh, you know, we know how he didn't want to get rid of him unless he no longer has the opinion of him. Of course, the injury may have affected that, that maybe he goes back to New England because I believe isn't Newton just signed for one year and just, not, one, just it's, one year. it wouldn't hurt yeah. if, uh, for him that, to pay him as a backup. That's been rumored that Garoppolo might go back, but I'll tell you what, boy, the durability. He's missed 23 games the last three years. It would be a real stab for a team to say he's our but, guy at this. But the games that he starts, Bruce, oh, he's winning he's, percentage yeah, his winning percentage yes. is unbelievable. Right. So you have to wonder. I, I think, the, you know, that now that a lot of the chips have already kind of fallen, you wonder what teams can get. And I think if you're San Francisco, you have to say that, that he's our guy. You're not going to say right now that he's not. You're going to wait until around the draft time before you, you change anything. And in Darnold's case, if they are going to target a quarterback, which everybody thinks they are, and they stayed at number two, I mean, there's – I mean, I've watched him play. I think we've all watched him play. And, and there's been some reports out there that unnamed GMs say he flat out can't play. Really? So it's, you know, what do they get for him at this point? And he really struggled mightily. I mean, it goes back to I'm seeing ghosts on national TV in that game against the Patriots. So you don't know if it's a product of, of Adam Gase, if it was that offense, not having a lot of skill position players, letting their best player in Robbie Anderson get away. And now, I'm sure old, he needs to change the scenery. How old is Garoppolo? He's under 30, isn't he? He's got to be close. right around there, getting I think. Close, yeah. Well, so he's still got some time left. So by trading up, isn't aren't the 49ers effectively saying Garoppolo's not our guy? Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. they are long term, but yeah. but short term. 20, he's 29. You yeah, know, yeah. short term, if it is a Fields or Trey Lance or, and I guess you can't really throw out uh, Mac Jones at this part just because he's you know he he played for for Saban at Alabama. And, you know, Belichick and Saban's relationship, uh, the, the, would he draft a young quarterback in Mac Jones? I think there's a real shot that you see all four, all five of those guys go in the top ten this year. Yeah, and um, there's more moves to come. That's all that I, I will say. And But if you do go quarterback, 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 hmm. I don't know that we ever went more than three quarterbacks right off the top. That's a great and that would have been thought. That would have been Plunkett. Archie Manning and Pastorini. So we're going back 50, wow. 51 years for that. Now we're talking maybe four. I I wonder if you know if the top three are uh, Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and, and Trey Jones. The other team, or if it's Fields, the other team. Lance, I'm sorry. What Trey Lance? Trey Lance. Yeah, the other the other team is uh, Lance. The other team that's really rumored to be in on a quarterback is Carolina. 
Oh, sure. um, you know, they, they wanted Watson. Right, are, all they, bets are, are all bets off with him now? I think so. You know, Until unless clears at least. right, unless it's something around draft time. Yeah. Um, I had said weeks ago that if I was looking into a crystal ball, I would say he's going to be playing quarterback for the Carolina Panthers next year, and that was kind of pre all the off field. The stuff. owners all in on that. Right? Um, where do, where yeah. does Cincinnati draft? Are they five, four? I think five. five, five. Is it, yeah. Is it, uh, uh, Sewell, the offensive lineman, I think. So. Uh, Rashawn Oregon. Slater is the one in a mock draft from Northwestern. Uh, offensive line. Well, you, you've got to protect your. You've got to protect Joe Burrow. Yeah. I mean, they, they've got some young wideouts. They've got yeah. a very talented young running back. Mixon went healthy. They've got some talent on defense, but you have to protect Joe Burrow. But I really think the Carolina's in that mix to move up to. And I think to your point, can they wait till till what? What do they pick? Eight Carolina? Eight. Can they? Can they wait that long to get to hope that that Fields or Lance drops to them? Um, you run the risk then of somebody like Denver trading up. I know Chicago would love to. I just don't think they have the the assets. That's where to I'm do thinking Cincinnati point. might be a player to get to if Carolina wants to move up, or Atlanta. Right. Or Atlanta. Yeah. Does Atlanta draft the heir apparent to to Matt Ryan? Yeah. The crazy thing is, you think about after all these years with Brady. This AFC East now, you know, the Bills have situated themselves to be a very good team for a long time. But the Patriots very active in the offseason if they get the quarterback thing fixed, if the Jets go swinging for the quarterback, and the Dolphins really took great strides last year. All of a sudden, what was always just a throwaway division is now one of the more intriguing divisions in the game. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think what, what, is, what does Miami have now? Four picks in the top 50? That's pretty impressive. I think they really can can wheel and deal. I'm I'm going to go the opposite coast and say that the the, the uh, Western out west or the uh, in the NFC the West Division. I mean, you think about that division now with with the Rams picking up Stafford, a young Cardinal team that was able to add AJ Green to that wide receiver core for for Murray. Um, not sure what ultimately is going to happen in Seattle with Wilson, but God, you look at San Francisco now. If that defense can stay healthy, and you've got young wideouts in in Ayuk and and Samuel and and Kittle, and then you've got a running back like Mostart and Wilson, the missing piece really again, if they're healthy, is that quarterback? The position. Niners uh, talent wise are amazing. Really good, yeah. really good organization. Sure. You, you know, I, I like what they do uh, for the last three or four years in the off season. And your point about Seattle is pretty interesting in that. You know, Wilson kind of chirping, and here are my four teams. I mean, he he could have been playing a big hand of poker here, drawing a line in the sand, because he was in the MVP discussion for the first eight weeks, nine weeks, and then they went to a very conservative offense, and, and they kind of came off the tracks, and he thought their best chance was for him to sling it around. I wonder at the end of the day, if it's not he's threatening them to move him, is that he's really saying, use me and... He's, he, it's more about changing their style of play at the end of the day is the end result. He, he, I'm telling you, Russell Wilson's playing a long game here. Eventually, he's going to move. I don't know if it's going to be this year. He's going to move because he's looking at his post-football life. I will guarantee you this. He's thinking Seattle's not big enough for my aspirations, which go way, way to the top. So that's what he's thinking. And I think that's behind. And all this other stuff sort of a smokescreen. He wants... 
to platform him, give himself a bigger platform, and that's going to happen. Maybe not this year, but I, I think there's a real shot that it still happens this year. That could. I, I really do. I, I think around draft time, it's not going to stun me if, if if it still happens around yeah. draft time. So if you're thinking that about Wilson, well, are we talking maybe two years replacing Stafford with the Rams? Maybe. As, as Stafford's career maybe winds down? there in New York, somewhere. Be, I mean, I think he... Th- He's thinking, and his wife's telling him, you're stuck up here in the Northwest and you're not getting the exposure you should almost anywhere else. That's why, when you think about it, probably Chicago was in the mix Yeah. because of the the market there. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, you think about Dallas, it was the Cowboys, you know, uh, America's team. It was the Saints. It was Chicago. And I I can't remember who the last team was in that mix, but all kind of big market teams. That's what he's thinking. Yeah. Fun to have a little NFL chatter, right? Great. When something pops up. When I, when I saw that come across this morning, I was like, you know, I started talking to my son about it. I'm like, <laughs> wow. I was jealous. Being a Bears fan, well, I'm like, God. Nut. I'm like, you know, <laughs> we were talking about giving up three number ones and uh, and some players for Russell Wilson, which would have been great. And uh, the Niners, again, uh, you know, I thought they fleeced the Bears when they swapped the one spot, knowing that Mahomes and Watson were still on the board. And you traded up one for uh, for Drupisky, who didn't work out. I, I, I appreciate and I applaud the fact that they did that because I think any organization that wants to take that that shot should. And, and like the 49ers are, there's no guarantee if it's Lance, if it's Fields, if it's Mac Jones, or if Zach Wilson were to drop, that they're the next Peyton Manning. But I applaud an organization to try to do that. Um, but I, I think the Niners are positioning themselves really, really well. We're, coming, saw, we're coming back to a real quick. What do you got, Steve? I just quick. saw on Twitter that Lynch has spent time recently in Provo. Aha! Well, there you go. Yeah, but he, he could go number he, two. He, he could that, be long gone by Yeah, then. That, that's the interesting part. You All know? right, we'll dive into that a little more and the Sweet 16 coming up next on Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Your search is over. You found it. What you've been looking for. The definitive culmination of the state of the art of, of sports, sports talk. talk. This is the winning edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. Hey, we're back with you. KSHP in Las Vegas on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius Channel 204. It's Sportsbook Radio coming to you from Sunset Station on a Friday. It's lunchtime. Don't forget our friends over at John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo. It's Friday. Buy one sub, get one free. Any size sub. Screaming deal on a Friday for you. You know, we're talking, we're going to get to the Sweet 16 here with Chuck Esposito, Racing Sportsbook Director, our gracious host, Andy Isco's here, and Bruce Marshall. And all the talk about the big trade, just to throw it out there, the Dolphins coming down but getting future ones. I wonder, this Deshaun Watson thing is kind of a dog's breakfast, but if and when that thing calms down, did Miami not just get 
the assets that would be required to conceivably swing that deal for Watson. Or what about Russell Wilson? Because wasn't that uh, Seattle's asking price, something along but those lines? But I don't lines? think, was Miami on that list? I don't think they, they were. were. Not. Yeah, Wilson had a list of four teams. Miami wasn't one of them. But I'm just, I'm the Deshaun Watson thing also kind of now hovers in this cloud. Yeah. There, there's another move Miami is going to make because they have more picks even before this. Well, they sent well, one to San Francisco. Well, they did trade back up to number six. Yes. So, and, and that kind of maybe adds some credence to what Brian said because if you're staying at 12, even with the additional picks, you can't be in the Deshaun Watson discussion because that's not a low enough pick. At six, it's conceivable that somebody's still on the board at six. Um, but I think they traded back up for for a wide receiver. The other question is, when will this Watson thing be resolved with his off-the-field? This is probably not by the time well, the draft is around. There's right. already talk that, regardless, I mean, due process, whatever, but even with just what's going on, akin to the, uh, our boy, the, uh, what's our running back from Dallas? Elliot? Thank you. Uh, he got suspended on, on allegations right. that they're going to be you know, a suspension coming for Watson on the front end of this, no matter what. Right now, he's radioactive. So, yeah. Um, there's until this calms down, they're going to have a hard time moving him, even for a team that has all these. If you're Miami, do you make that risk with all this stuff coming up? Not yet. Talk about a brain cramp. Yeah, football. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, it's Zach and Deke, and I mean, everybody's got nicknames. <laughs> He's like, what's his Zeke. name? What's his name? <laughs> I just think Miami, uh, just again, this is my opinion, that they're going to be all in on Tua this year. I, I think, you know, signing Will Fuller, um, where they're at in the draft, the pieces they can they can get. Um, they've got young wideouts in Parker and Fuller and Peterson. And, you know, you have Gasecki at tight end, which I think he's one of the top five young tight ends in football. If you can get Gaskin healthy at running back, I, I think you have to give Tua more time to see what you have in him. Um, I, I'm not ready to say that he, he's, a, he's a bust yet, my, in my opinion. And I don't think Miami either drafts a quarterback or, or trades for Watson. I think they're, they're going to surround him with another piece. And, oh, by the way, you know, the one mock draft has uh, Miami taking Kyle Pitts, the tight end. The funny thing is, it is a copycat league. But it's so cyclical. It used to be the defensive end, the guy that could dominate and pressure the quarterback. Then there was a stretch of about six, seven years where it was the space eater, the nose tackle, that one guy could bog down the whole offensive line. And now it's just quarterbacks of plenty, obviously. But the tight end position is the matchup nightmare thing. Right. And look what Belichick just did, going to get the two top. Or... I like both those signings. I, uh-huh. I think yeah. it, it gives him a little bit of what he had with with Hernandez and Gronk at that time, where you can put them both on the field, you can split one out. I mean, you you have a lot of different options with those two guys. And those two guys, not only are they great between the twenties, they're both big targets for the red zone. And it also allows him, uh, the Patriots, to wear down the opposing defense <laughs> with that type of offense. They re-signed James White. So you've got Harris, White, uh, Sony, Michelle. You still have kind of those interchangeable pieces at running back. Uh, you've got a young wideout in um, uh, was it Jacoby Myers? Yeah, uh, Jacoby Myers. Yeah. Will Will Edelman come back in the slot, which you didn't have last year? And now you've added, you know, Bourne and, and Aguilar. Neither one of those guys is a game changer themselves, but you add them to the mix with that defense, and you've really surrounded Cam with more pieces now than he had nothing near this last year. And remember all the defensive players 
who opted out last year right. for the Patriots Hightower, too. Yeah. And and I know we talked about it, B. They were a much different team when they played with the lead because they they could run the ball. And you look at Newton, he does have the quick release. They can run a lot. They got the short passes, the two tight ends now. You bring Edelman back. I think they're a much better team. I, I think they actually had closed the gap um, between them and Miami. If you look at what the odds were at the end of last season to win this year's Super Bowl or the next Super Bowl, uh, Miami was lower, and, and now the Patriots have dropped. Miami's gone up a little bit. So they're kind of like 2-2A two and two a after Buffalo right now. Let's get this to Sweet 16 and just want to ask you, with these numbers up now, and it bleeds out, not Thursday, Friday, we're back in action on Saturday. So these numbers, in essence, have been up since Sunday night. Has, has there been a steady flow of action on these numbers back and forth throughout the course of the week? Obviously, it'll it'll escalate here, but has there been constant action? There absolutely has been. The strange thing is so many guests come in and look at the board and go, like yesterday, Where's the games for tonight? They don't realize. Yeah. You know, I think the big thing for us has been kind of the uh, the education piece that during the first weekend it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and this weekend it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. But absolutely, it's great for us. And that's with the games being on Monday, Tuesday as well, what a great time to get signed up for the SDN mobile app. I know you touched on it, B, up to a $500 bonus on the app. Um, you know, we've got extended limits. We've got kiosks. Skip the line. Not only here at Sunset, but all of our properties, our Wildfire Gaming property, El Cortez, it's just a great tool. If there is a line, go up to the kiosk, place your wagers, you're in and out in a matter of minutes. It's amazing, Andy, in the first hour, we were talking about the impact of this uh, from a handle perspective, that Thursday, Friday in the Sweet 16, you had two games that would bleed into one another. Then they'd have the two late games, and they'd bleed into one another. Now these things are staggered, and the rest of the way, they're standalone games. I would also think, in addition to the stuff we talked about from an in-game wagering perspective, the fact that these games are spread out, they'll be hooking an individual game probably more than they did in the past into future parlays. Well, I was going to bring that up with Chuck. I was going to ask him if you've been able to monitor it or have a sense how many players this week would say parlay NBA games into one of the Sweet 16 games for Saturday and Sunday, and you know if they're if they're ahead, they you know they let it ride. If they have to rebet it, they rebet it with another parlay the next night in the NBA. I, I thought parlay was a new word for hello, because they were walking up to the counter going parlay. Um, that that happens a lot. Um, and 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 to Brian's point as well, with these games being isolated as far as in play, um, it's it's been huge. But it's it's great when you have these isolated games like that in any sport. It enables the guests to to kind of retool after that game, win, lose, or draw, and you have the next game on the board. Um, but a, a lot of parlays to different things, absolutely, guys. Especially when the Knights are playing and what's with, with the NBA and the entire NHL schedule. And how, how was the action on the Knights last night? As as the probably as big an underdog as they've been in some time. It's the biggest underdog I can remember since their inaugural season. You know, probably that first four, six to eight weeks of that season before everybody said, you know, wait a minute. Uh, They're a good team, and especially when they're at home. But that was a huge, they were a huge dog. Number kind of fluctuated a little bit early on. Clearly saw some some action on the abs. Uh, and then you saw it come back a little bit uh, on Vegas because, uh, you know, Vegas betters were just like, wait, wait a minute. They're actually a plus price like that. It was, I think, too appealing to uh, uh, to pass up for the most part. Hey, Stevie, this is so odd. You had mentioned the meteor thing yeah. that I knew nothing about. And this I is, sent it to is you. It, that's you? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, 
there's an army of Stevieisms out there. This guy's named Stevie Stiffarm. So over at uh, Don Best, I, I, I have to have several Twitter accounts, right, for all the sports. So I'm Stevie Shortstop, I'm Stevie Setshot, I'm Stevie Stiffarm. When did you open the Stevie Lamebrain site? Uh, that, that's been running ever since Twitter evolved. <laughs> Thank you. But that, that, that meteor thing's pretty wild. Yeah. All right. The Sweet 16, Chuck, any teams moving throughout the course of the week or at least pointing you in the direction you know they're coming at you on a certain team or two? Definitely seeing action on Baylor. Um, we've seen that, that game go up uh, since the time that we put it up. Um, I, I think we're going to see a late push on Florida State. Um, rooting kind of against guys, uh, Arkansas, uh, Florida State, and Oregon State. You've seen money on those three teams to, to win uh, the championship from a value perspective. Um, and, I, and I think we're going to see some money on Creighton come um, come Sunday as well. Um, the early push game, though, was clearly the Trojans. I mean, two Pac-12 teams. We opened the game pick. It clearly went up a few points mm-hmm. in favor of USC right away. Bruce, your thoughts on what we're seeing from a numbers perspective here leading up to the games? Um, all these underdogs are interesting. I'm, I'm kind of interested in the uh, the Villanova and the, and the uh, Gonzaga Baylor. games. If, if how much support Villanova and Creighton are going to get. Um, I, I think, think there's they, some value with Nova, Bruce, just the I way that they're coached and the style I, of play, I, especially as this number continues to creep up. I think there's a little more with Nova. Creighton, maybe if Gonzaga, Gonzaga's had a tendency to not play 40 minutes and kind of coast. I wonder about with, with uh, Creighton, though, that horrible loss to Georgetown, who then got embarrassed by Colorado, followed up by uh, Santa Barbara was a popular pick against the spread, but yeah. Didn't you think Creighton struggled a lot more than perhaps they should have against that caliber of team? Well, I thought, well, they, they should have lost that game. Um, but they were, I would, I would more, Gonzaga can handle this. If Gonzaga's right, there, Gonzaga has not necessarily played 40 solid minutes. You know, the Oklahoma game was like a nine point game under two, in two minutes. So I'm thinking 13, 13 and a half is kind of interesting here, maybe for Creighton. Those aren't my favorite picks. Some of these dogs are very interesting. Syracuse is really interesting, I think. We'll dive into that in the next segment. A lot more on that, and I think from the dogs' perspective of, as well, and maybe how the betters approach the dogs in this day and age. We're coming back to Sunset Station in a moment. Don't forget Oasis, 4955 South Decatur. Their banquet rooms open 24-7 along with the kitchen. You want to do your fantasy baseball drafts, football drafts, it's a great place, and they'll be hooting and hollering for all the games. Back to Sunset Station in a moment. Keep it right here. We do this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204.
Time flies when you're having fun, and we always have fun when we come out to Sunset Station. Hey, we're rounding the corner. We're, we're, we're getting there, and we're anxiously awaiting. It's fun having a little football chatter. We do our football watch parties in Club Madrid and uh, hockey parties and all the things. We're dying to get back to normal, and we always invite you when you come in from out of town. Give the local, give a local joint a, a kick at the can, Chuck. I mean, you can get a car. Uber costs next to nothing. You get the, the strip experience. But I think people from out of town would love to go. The the room rates are reasonable. All the amenities are here. And you get the get the full experience. You go where the locals go and you save a couple of bucks. Absolutely. I think the experience that you get at all of our properties. I mean, think about Red Rock and. Um, uh, in Green Valley Ranch and Santa Fe and Sunset and Palace and Boulder, a lot of cool offerings at, at all properties, and you're going to get that same experience you could you could get on the Strip. But uh, our race and sports books, I mean, there's been a huge investment uh, in our books over the years. Uh, great video displays. Uh, we really bring the action right to you. Uh, comfortable seating, of course. You, as I mentioned, the kiosk, the STN mobile app with up to a $500 bonus uh, still going on. So a lot of cool features, and you don't have to be a local to sign up and. Uh, and get an account here. In the first hour, Andy and I were talking about like the dogs in the NCAA tournament. Now we're the we're the Sweet Sixteen. Bruce, I want to get your take on the approach. But first of all, are the players now, Chuck? I don't savvy's the word, but is it a market that the players do gravitate to? My, my premise would be: Hey, if you think a dog has a chance, a big dog against an, a power opponent, the odds are. You know the backdoor cover. It it's it's the odds are they're hanging around for a long time, and then maybe they get worn down to the point where maybe the first half taking the points is kind of a safer play. Do you find that that people attack the dogs in the bigger dogs in the first half of these games? I think it's a combination, B. I think you do it at points. Um, I think now that there's so much information out there and that so many of these small schools have guys that have been there for two, three, and four years, maybe opposed to some of these big schools where kids are one and done or just haven't don't get that same continuity and don't get to play together for as long a period of time, that there's a lot more value, I think, on the underdogs. And I think you look at what we've seen over the last five to ten years, you've seen these numbers in the first-round games just shrink compared to where they once were. You used to see almost the entire board double-digit favorites, which you don't see anymore. So I think there is value with the dogs, but I really get back to the fact we are an information era and our guests are so much more educated when they play these games either on the app or over the counter with some of these live dogs. You know, any of these teams, Bruce, that have made a run, it can come off the tracks at any minute. But, like, the game I think Andy and I were talking about, too, is Syracuse, Bayheim, and for the most part, been there before, experienced this. Uh, the kid, if the kid's an extension of the coach on the floor, but it's the zone they throw at teams that really, it's like a knuckleball that these guys got to face for the first time. That maybe a really good team like Houston, they'll figure it out and they'll make adjustments at halftime. But it, is, is a team like Syracuse one you would look at and say, there could be a real transition stage and a feeling out stage in this game yeah. that the points are attractive with Syracuse in the first half. Yeah, yeah I think and yes in the game, too. I mean, listen, Buddy Bayheim's an NBA player. We, we joke about Bayheim. No, he's an NBA player. The zone, there's a popular perception that I think is a mistake. It's just you just shoot over the zone. You got to attack the zone inside out. You need a post presence. 
And it's the inside-out game has to work. That's how you beat a zone. That's how you beat Syracuse's zone. I'm not sure Houston's built to do that. They haven't seen anything like Syracuse this year to this this quality of a zone. Houston's bigs are not that sort of pivot post threat. Uh, they're more slashers, the whole team. So I, I'm not sure Houston's built right to deal with Syracuse. And uh, by the way, the, the Syracuse has been playing. Houston playing the tougher teams Houston has played lately. It's been down to the wire. Memphis, both games. Um, and uh, Rutgers the other day. Syracuse is definitely live here. No, that's the key. The two games against Memphis that went right down, I think they were about both two-point games or something along those lines. And also, look at the way Syracuse has gotten off to quick starts in their first two games against West Virginia and especially San Diego State. West Virginia made a nice little comeback. I think, didn't they tie it up like at uh, 76 or something along those lines and Syracuse won the end game. Uh, But their game against San Diego State, which is a very good team, I'm not going to compare them to Houston, of course, but still, Syracuse has gotten off to quick starts and now they're going up against a team that uh, has no familiarity. Remember, uh, Huggins of West Virginia was familiar with Bayheim's uh, uh, defenses from, from coaching against him so many times in the past. Uh, not so much the case with uh, Kelvin Sampson. And Chuck, you look at the app, you know, and just all the offerings are there for baseball when it's coming up. But props, how about props for the Sweet 16 games and the kind of things you'll throw up now? Every day there's props in basketball, hockey with the Knights games, and, of course, the Sweet 16 games as well. Um, I, I know we talked about football earlier, but we're right now looking at all the different uh, pro football draft props to put up. It makes it a little bit more difficult with trades that occurred today because, you know, putting up how many quarterbacks would go in the top five or the top ten. Um, but the more stuff that we can put on the board, the more kind of creative we can be, really rests on our shoulders. Uh, because the guests covet that and, and want us to be creative and, and put that stuff on the board. So we love putting all that stuff up, and the response is always terrific with all the different things on the board. I know the team does an awesome job, too, with golf, and especially when it's a major event with all the different props and options to wager on, and we'll be having all that on the board, too, and the mobile app with uh, the STN mobile app with the Masters right around the corner as well. How, how popular this year were, were the props on – the winner of the tournament will come from which conference? Those are great, Andy. I mean, you look at the top conference, of course, it was the, you had the Big Ten right there at the top, and then you had, I think, six conferences ahead of the Pac-12, and we know how the Big Ten is played, and we know where was, how the Pac-12 where, is where played. Where was the West Coast Conference played? Because obviously you're I, talking I don't about Gonzaga. I what, what, what the number was or what where they were on the no. board. I apologize. It's been it's been a while since we had that up now, but uh, they were, I think, in the top you know, three or four, I think the top three, just because of the overall tournament favorite. Yeah, I think if the prop had been Big Ten, Big 12 versus the field would have drawn a lot of interest. I think those were the first, the first two were Big 10, Big 12. Chuck Esposito, I don't know if you are aware of it. You may be a long lost descendant of Nostradamus. During the commercial, Chuck says, how how big a seller do you think the Sabres will be? I said, well, for sure, Eric Stahl's going to go and Taylor Hall's going to go. And sure enough, Eric Stahl has just gone to Montreal wow. for a third and a fifth round pick. Sabres retaining $1.6 million of his salary. So Hall would be kind of the bigger fish that's there. But th- this is a big story in the NHL. Because, because of Canada. They just seven days, right? Right. reduced yeah. the quarantine Couldn't from 14 happen. to 7. There would not have been a Canadian team making any deal with yeah. an American-based team until they did that. And I even think seven's too much. 
uh, but at least they met you halfway. The numbers are kind of going up in Canada, though. But it opens up a real now. I think it's interesting that market. the trade happens now, around three weeks away from the deadline. You have to because of that. You got to get them acclimated. You have to exactly. So you may see some of these Canadian teams be a little bit more active before the trade deadline. But I've said this all along. I think this year, the way the NHL is positioned and the way the salary cap has been, you are going to see considerable movement up and down for for so many of these teams. The going from going from 14 to 7 apparently changed Bergevin's mind. He said he wasn't going to make a deal and now he has. Well, there's no doubt about it. And the, the, well, you know, you trust him as far as you can throw him too, Stevie, with these guys smokescreening. But but you're right. And the other thing is on this premise, you wonder, it's only an aging veteran, but it's a piece Montreal wanted to make. But even though this one deal was done. Nothing earth-shattering. I think it opens up the phone lines for a lot of guys. But the point is taken that the deadline's the 12th. You don't wait till the if you're making a deal. You and you're a Canadian team bringing an American player or a, team, a player from an American-based team. You're making these deals now. You're Absolutely. not waiting until the 12th. Right. I think you have to, as you said, to get them acclimated and and to have them for that push um, the second half of the season. Yeah, I forgot Pierre Luc Dubois had even been. He was out so long. Fourteen days, he was stuck in a hotel room. Stuck in a hotel room, and then and then he finally showed up. He skated the same. (laughs) The the one thing, uh, Bruce, this season. How have you adapted handicap in these games? I think we found a lot of angles that make sense, and for the most part, have worked. But just, it's. I thought it was going to be great. The angst and the hate that would be built up. I think the players are bored that they're playing the same batch of guys over and over. There's a handful of guys that are mad, got a license plate, but across the board, I think they're bored. Well, I think the viewers, I mean, it's nice to see the games, but how many times do we have to see right. uh, Columbus play Carolina? I think, that, like, that, yeah. I think that's a really good point. Yeah. Uh, I, I've said that, and Nikki and I being huge Hawks fans and just watching, it's like you, you miss that variety and you miss seeing some of the other star power and get to, uh, even a better measuring stick playing some of the other top teams in the league. Yeah. I know you don't, you don't only play them either, you know, opposite conferences. I think it's uh, once or twice just on off years. But, yeah, you definitely miss that. I mean, I, I would have loved to have seen um being again a hawks fan the hawks play the knights this year sure hawks play the abs you know you want to see that happen sure. and unfortunately we're not seeing that this year sure. however we're i'm glad it's back and you know don't want to be greedy but we the, do miss that the, piece of it the one team i'd watch here by the way who and we still got a couple weeks that you said up until about two weeks ago nashville looked like a dead seller yep and i'm not sure they're going to want to move all the ekholm and all these guys maybe he still would be Contract and all, but I'm Nashville's making a move here now, so I'm not sure. Well, I think the key is is what happens between now, now and then. Yeah. Um, because I said that with Chicago after they lost the four games in a row, I said yeah. it's probably going to change dramatically unless they can right the ship. Yeah. And they beat Florida twice, who had won four straight against them. They play Nashville this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, back to back. If they sweep, I think their mentality changes, and maybe Nashville's changes, oh, sure. or vice versa. It's funny because yeah, I'm not throwing you to the wolves here. Because you know the Golden Knights are good, all the things, they, and the casinos even stations casinos has partnerships with the Golden Knights. We do, viewing parties, all the kind of cool things that come from it. But from the books' perspective, when the Knights win by more than one and the game goes over, Mister Esposito was like having a dark day. When the Golden Knights are, then sometimes the numbers telling you something. 
Colorado was a dollar eighty-five yesterday, and Vegas scored first, and it was a phony. I mean, it was a phony thing. They were ahead. Colorado takes them to the woodshed. When you're sitting there giving people plus a dollar sixty on the Golden Knights, and they get whipsawed like that, that has to be a very good day for the house. <laughs> I mean, and believe me, you need a few of those to get back what we you do, lose. We do, yeah. You're absolutely right. When the Knights are are winning, and especially covering the puck line, and it goes over, that does become problematic. I mean, I've said it many times. I am a huge Knights fan. I love going <laughs> to the games. I have season tickets. I root them on. But, you know, I won't say it too loud, but I was wearing a Capitals hat cap at Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Finals a couple of years ago. <laughs> just, just kidding, of course. But, but no, yeah, from, from the business side of it, that when, when, when they come cover the puck line especially, uh, it, it's usually a lot of guests smiling. I will say this. I'm in the press box, though. This was a uh, – boy. This, Two seasons ago. This last year was a vapor trail. Two years ago. He's, he's right below me. I'm up in the press box. I'm looking down. Like I know where he's sitting. It was him, his son. I think there were a couple other people. And they're playing the Blackhawks. And they're jumping for joy in their little Blackhawks jerseys down there. Hawks play, win. Play, Hawks play, win. Playing a road what game. A save. Right, and, yeah. and, you know, that's the beauty of this sport, right? I mean, we want all the good things to happen here, but you're not going to give up what you, you've spent your whole life rooting for. Right. It's funny. It was it was a game, and I remember it was a couple of years ago. It was actually on my birthday that they played, and we all went, my family went to the game, and, and the Hawks fell behind 2-0, ended up winning that game, I think 4-2. But anyway, every time they'd score, my son has got his phone out. He's full blast. He's playing Chelsea Dagger. I'm like, well, well Nick, settle down a little bit, son. Security. Right, but uh, but, but hey, it's always fun. We're digging a timeout. We're coming back. We'll wrap up Sportsbook Radio from Sunset Station with Chuck Esposito, Andy Esco, and Bruce Marshall. Glad to be with you right here on Sirius Channel 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Grand Radio Network. All right, folks, another great week. Uh, I want to thank all the wonderful guests we had to join us. Our producer in New York, Chris Bavona. Of course, Stevie Slapshot. I'm blessing we're out at Sunset Station with Chuck Esposito, Andy Esco, Bruce Marshall, and we're racing towards the weekend. It just dawned on me in the commercial break, the last man standing contest is such a popular thing for the NCAA tournament. You have these kind of things for football season, too. You got another great response for the contest, right? We did. I think there was a lot of uncertainty, of course, and with all the with the format being different and the games in, all in Indianapolis. Um, but it was still great. I think the the, the grand prize is forty two eight, uh, over two thousand entries. Um, I, I don't recall exactly how many are left. I, 
I don't hold me to this. I, I thought it was 168 mm-hmm. when I glanced. Um, but uh, yeah, it's our signature contest. It's been a, a great response again, and uh, we'll see how it all unfolds. But there'll definitely be a last man standing. But, but you, you know, the, the, those big upsets, Andy. And you said you survived four weeks or right, four well, I, I went down with Oklahoma against Gonzaga on uh, Monday. Okay. I think it was. I, so I think that's further than I went last year. And I tell you, it does get tougher because you know it's not like the last man standing in football where you know even though there are a number of teams you can't choose, there are still plenty of teams. You know, if you make it to the final to the final four, you got two games to choose from right. and then one game on Monday. Bruce, there certainly were bracket busters. There's no doubt about that. I was going to say they're all tough. They're, from the first round on, they're, they're pretty tough. This is the highest average now because of Oral Roberts and Oregon State. But what's it, a 5.88, the average seeding of the teams left? That's like the highest I think mm-hmm. they've ever had. Uh, Does it speak to the big picture very quickly? Yeah. The mid-majors, the whole yeah. the, the, the playing field has really over, leveled out. A lot of the over, transfers. They overrated the Big yeah. Ten a bit. Like Good point, I, Andy. I said this is yeah. Big Ten has performed. This is the hoops equivalent of the Apollo 13 service module, the way they perform <laughs> in the tournament. <laughs> Andy Isco, the logical approach, Bruce Marshall, the legendary publication, the gold sheet, and our pal Chuck Esposito. The STN mobile app, the sign-up bonus, up to $500. As always, Chuck. Thank you for having us out. We love coming here, pal. Good to see everybody. Good to see you guys, too. Love when you guys come out, and uh, let's have some fun this weekend. Scott Farrell's coming up next on the network locally, KSHP. Uh, there's a listen live function at KSHP.com. We'll be uh, talking hockey, Vegas hockey. Helen Jason Pothy, Vegas coming out. We'll talk about the Golden Knights in the NHL. That's coming up next locally. Hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. Live on. Lions. Matchups. Injury report.